Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Fired Up, the hottest sports show in Central Ohio. The show where four sports fans talk sports for the fans. Our topics for this evening are DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. Where is the big-time wide receiver headed? The Memorial Golf Tournament right here in our backyard. Florida Panthers versus Vegas Golden Knights, who will be taking home Lord Stanley's Cup. Mello officially retires from the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks find their new head coach. The Denver Nuggets' first franchise title or Jimmy Butler's first title? Previewing this year's NBA Finals. Well, welcome to the show um, on a Thursday, Wednesday, typically on a, on a Thursday, but we're here on a, on a Wednesday, a uh, beautiful day here in Delaware, Ohio. Uh, we got a got a special guest in the studio, a uh, person that's been in the studio before, um, so everybody give a warm welcome to Kyle back in back in the studio here, so we uh, we're a little little light on uh, on on guests here. Uh, the chief is on vacation. Matt's on vacation. I'm the only regular here in the studio, so I had to had to find some newbies to to, to fill in here. But uh, happy to have Kyle on, and and you know we're gonna talk talk a little little sports here. But before we get started, real quick, we're gonna uh, do a quick uh, commercial break, uh, pay a little tribute to uh, one of our sponsors, uh, BetStamp. Uh, they're gonna. Explain to you a little bit about what their what their app does and how it may uh, help your sports betting um, you know accounts. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today's podcast is brought to you by the BetStamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sportsbooks will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sportsbooks. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of long-term winning. On average, BetStamp users win an extra $1,000 plus yearly just by line shopping. You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple iOS Store, Google Play Store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code FIREDUP and start your journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, you can always enter our code in your BetStamp account settings afterward. Check it out. All right, and we're back. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, like I mentioned before the break, first topic for the evening, I'm going to start off with a little bit of big NFL news. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, D-Hop, uh, no longer in Arizona. Um, the uh, Arizona Cardinals, you know, just recently released released the star wide receiver after uh, three seasons three seasons with the team. Um, you know, still still was technically under contract through the 2024 season, um, you know, and but uh, – you know, was was due almost a little, almost thirty million, a little almost thirty-one million dollars. Um, you know, the, the Cardinals thought that was a little, little too high, so they, you know, let it, let him go. They save save a little bit of money, about eight million dollars, by letting him go. But you know, basically have to pay him out about twenty-two million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going going forward, uh, Kyle, what what do you, what do you think about this move, and you know, where do you where do you think D Hop might be might be headed? <clears throat> uh, I think it shows like the direction that Arizona wants to head in is a re, kind of a rebuild, kind of letting D-Hop try and see what he can get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's only 30 years old, so I think he's still got some game left in him. Right. Um, definitely 
the two teams that everyone's been talking about is Buffalo and KC. Okay. But I just don't know if they got the money to sway him one way or another. And right, like, right. Um, my personal opinion, hopefully, would be to come to Cleveland, <laughs> reunite right. with his buddy Deshaun. Right, right. Which I could see happen. Right. Um, just we would have to make enough. I think we can make enough cap mm-hmm. to get him, and then possibly Dallas is another one I've been hearing a lot. Okay, so, yeah. But you never know with Dallas; they always they never make the right. sweep. They they put those feelers out there, yeah. but they never actually close the no, deal. They don't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be exciting. Uh, you know, like I said, I think yeah, like like you said, I think D Hop does. You know, he has some game left in him. He still has some seasons left in him to be you know uh, you know be a contributor and be be the the star guy that he's been since he's come into the league. Um, you know, and yeah, it's interesting, you know, Cleveland is, is sitting out there, obviously. Yeah. They, they, uh, you know, signed Deshaun Watson, you know, last year, um, you know, reunite Deandre Hopkins with, with, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, you know, how, how much of a dynamic duo they were in, in Houston, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that connection that they had, um, you know, and obviously, uh, you know, some in college as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it'd be, be interesting to see where, where he goes from here. Um, you know, like I mentioned three seasons in Arizona, uh, racked up almost, almost 3000 yards receiving mm-hmm. while he was there in Arizona, uh, 17 touchdowns and caught, caught the ball about 220 times. So, yep. um, you know, I, I, yeah, I think I think I have to agree with you. I think this is just a, a new direction this Cardinals, you know, team is is headed. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, made the change at the head coaching position this past off season. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins moving on from him. I mean, it, I guess it, it 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 maybe spells doom for you know does does Kyler Murray what what happens to Kyler Murray yeah. going forward? Um, you know, because a lot of the a lot of the regime that you know was there with the Cardinals that you know drafted or you know took a shot on Kyler or you know no longer with the Cardinals. Yeah. You know, are they are they going in a totally new new direction? Um, you know, obviously Kyler has been great when he's been healthy, <laughs> but you know when he when he's not, he doesn't do you any good when he's on the sideline. Right. Um, so you know we'll we'll see what uh, you know what these Cardinals decide to do. Obviously, we're picking up towards the towards the top of the draft in this this past mm-hmm. year's draft and. You know, unloading pieces. You know, like DeAndre, they they may be up there towards the top again. And yeah. usually, when you, when you're picking up towards the top, you know, top five, it's usually you're going after your next, you know, next QB or yep. next franchise QB. So you know, it will be interesting to see, um, you know, what what that spells for for Kyler. You know, having only been there for for a couple of seasons in Arizona, mm. but uh, you know, with with DeAndre Hopkins leaving, it uh, you know leaves kind of a depleted wide receiver group for, right. for the Cardinals. Um, they only have on the roster currently Marquise Brown, who they, you know, made a trade for, you mm-hmm. know, last year from, from the Ravens, uh, who caught about 67, 67 passes for about 700 yards. Uh, then they got Greg Dortch, who caught about 50 balls for, for 467 yards. Yeah. And then Rondale Moore, who they, you know, drafted a couple of seasons ago out of, out of Purdue. Uh, had had 41 catches for 414 yards last year. Obviously, you know, no no thousand yard receiver on the on the <laughs> roster. Um, you know, maybe not a clear cut number one guy on the on the roster. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, what how how the Cardinals you know kind of kind of do. But uh, you know, I, I <clears throat> have to agree with you. You know, a lot of the teams that I'm hearing, you know, Buffalo Bills. I've also heard the Baltimore Ravens are in yeah. the hunt, which yep. is scary to think about right. um you know because obviously they they got their franchise qb back with their deal and then also signed obj in the offseason yeah. they had deandre hopkins i mean there's no excuse for lamar jackson now the dude's mm-hmm. got talent on talent at the wide receiver position if they're able to 
sway DeAndre Hopkins to come yeah. there. Um, and I've also heard, a, 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 you know, a team that maybe isn't always out there um, as, as a headliner, but the New England Patriots also. I have, uh, yeah, I have heard about that. Um, you know, they're, they're, you know, usually a team that usually takes everybody's trash and turns it into treasure <laughs> at this point, um, you know, and, and they've, they've been known, you know, known to do that. So we'll, we'll see what, uh, you know, what, what, what the Patriots decide to do, but I've also heard, you know, I've heard of a lot of teams, but uh, everybody's going to want right, right, with with his with as good of a you know track record as he has had, and you know the the, the stats that he's had. Yeah, somebody you know, they're, they're, all teams are going to at least put an offer out there, or at mm-hmm. least see see what they can get. Yeah, um, I think at the same time, it probably also depends on what what's he what's he trying to pursue type thing. You know, yeah. he obviously got a, a massive contract in Arizona, um, but. You know, is he looking for another big contract or you know a big deal with a new with a new team? You know, mm-hmm. to to get money or is he looking to you know make a deep run in the playoffs? You know, maybe possibly win win a Super Bowl. So, but willing to take somewhat of a of a pay cut or you know yeah. less money to sign with a with a contender. It, it really all depends on where his where his mindset is. I, I would I would have to say, considering that he hasn't had a lot of success in the playoffs or hasn't yeah. really gotten the opportunities to make it to the playoffs. I would say that he's probably more than likely going to a contender or going to try to get up to it to a team that's going to make a run. Um, It'd be but, very hard not to go to a ten- tempting team, right? Kansas right. City, Buffalo, <clears throat> right? Especially, you know, yeah, he is 30, 30 years old. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, obviously not, you know, an old man by any means, but you know, is is getting up there in in age as far as you know NFL player goes. So mm-hmm. you know, he's obviously, you know, not not getting any younger. So it's, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, yeah, where, where his mindset is, but, you know, I think any of these teams that have put out feelers or, you know, the kind of the, the front headliners or whatever, I'd say probably all of them are, are contenders or, you know, have a, have a chance to really make a deep playoff run, you know, and yep. haven't really heard too many, you know, teams that are looking to pick in the top <laughs> 10 next year that, that are, you know, offering or, you know, trying to get, trying to get DeAndre Hopkins services. So, it will be will be interesting, uh, you know, Kyle. Any, anything you want to want to add, you know, in addition to DeAndre Hopkins being released by the Cardinals? Yeah, I think it's just gonna be a fun fun to see where he ends up. Um, I hope he doesn't go to Baltimore. Oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you're if you're a Browns fan, or, you know, anybody in that AFC North, man. Oh, yeah. That 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 division is already, I think, pretty loaded. Yep. Uh, you know, you add DeAndre Hopkins to the mix uh, in Baltimore, man. That. That that division's gonna be, uh, yeah, they're gonna be beating up on each other, you know, before they even make it to the playoffs. Yeah. So it uh, it'll be it'll be a tough one, but yeah, if you're an <laughs> AFC North, you know, AFC North team, you definitely you you don't you know you don't mind if he goes anywhere, but he just can't go to another division, yeah. you know, division rival, uh, especially in in Baltimore where they've already you know acquired you know quite a bit of talent in the yep. off season, so. All right. Well, we'll see what uh, DeAndre, you know, decides to do here over the next. You know, he's obviously got a little bit of time before the NFL season starts. Uh, so we'll see what he what he does over the coming months. Uh, see which team which team he decides to sign with. All right. Well, moving over then to to the golf course. Uh, Going to pre- preview the Memorial Tournament. Uh, like I mentioned, kind of right here in our in our backyard, yeah. uh, Dublin, Ohio, in uh, at at Muirfield Village Golf Club. Um, you know, looking looking at the weather. Whew, it's going to be a scorcher, but a beautiful, beautiful day or, you know, weekend for, for golf. Um, you know, we, we start off tomorrow, obviously round one tomorrow morning, 
Uh, you know, the high gets up into the 90s. Uh, very, very little chance of rain. Very low wind. Um, Friday, we're at 93. Again, low chance of rain. Saturday, we're at 91. And then, you know, Sunday, it cools off. <laughs> but we're at 83 degrees yeah. on Sunday. So we're still, you know, still a scorcher there. So it will be... Uh, It'll be interesting to see how how these you know players uh, you know navigate this course with those high temperatures. That usually means that the course is dried out, mm-hmm. which means you know fast conditions, ball rolls forever. Yep. Uh, greens you know, are going to be fast. Yeah, and, and and this is a course that the greens are already known for being faster than you know most courses on yeah. on the tour. Uh, it'll be even interesting to see yeah with these dry conditions, dry weather. How, how much more difficult it, mm. it, it, it makes it. Um, you know, Kyle, what, what do you think about this tournament? Uh, it's it's going to come down to who can play well in every facet of the game, mm-hmm. driving the irons, the yeah. greens. It's, it's, that's what it's going to come down to. And mm-hmm. um, I know, uh, oh, who's the guy that won last year? Uh, would be oh, Horschel, shoot. Bobby Horschel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know, he won it, but he hasn't been playing very well this year. But mm-hmm. you never know. He finished 67th the year before last year, and then he came out and won this right, year. So right. yeah. it, it just comes down to, I think, who's going to play well. You know, some of the guys towards the top, Scheffler, Rom, Schauffele, Hovland, they're all projected. But mm-hmm. how well can they hit the ball right. in every facet of the game? Right, right. And, and whether the elements, you know, most right. of the time it's whether the elements of rain or wind. But, you know, this one's it's cool gonna be hot yeah. um you know it's gonna be yeah who, who can got the stamina who's got the you know yep. can, can can keep going for four for four rounds in a in a hot environment i think obviously toward you know the, the guys that are gonna maybe have the advantage are the ones that are teeing off in the beginning yeah. in the more in the morning gonna have you know somewhat of the uh you know better chance at, at making some moves just because i did the you know the temperature is not gonna quite rise so early in the morning it's gonna be you know midday you know later in the day where it's you know really gonna gonna be affecting those guys that kind of tee off uh, yeah. later later in the day um but yeah no those those guys you know for me you know looking looking kind of at this course and you know players that typically excel here you know at Muirfield or mm-hmm. this is definitely a course and you know it's a jack nicholas you know design course um so this is a guy that you know, was one of the greatest or, you know, if not the greatest, uh, you know, iron kind of iron player. Yeah. Uh, so all of his design courses, he puts that, you know, factors that yep. in. And, and this this course is no different. Um, you know, so the guys that are really going to, I think, make their way towards the top of the leaderboard are going to be those guys that have great second shots, you mm-hmm. know, have good iron work, uh, you know, able to put themselves in short, you know, short putting situations, um, you know, with, with their second, you know, kind of approach approach shots to the green, um, you know, and th- those guys, you know, John Rahm, Scheffler, Morikawa is, is another great, one. another great, um, you know, iron play, iron play player. Um, so that that's going to be, you know, a key. And then, you know, we already mentioned it, um, you know, these greens are extremely difficult just because yeah. of the fast conditions. But, you know, with this heat, with this dry weather, I think it's going to make it even more difficult. So it's going to be, I think those, those approach shots, those second shots, keeping them very, you know, manageable putting yep. distances is going to be even more crucial uh, just because of, of the weather that they're going to have to battle in this one. Um, you know, some guys that, that I'm looking forward to, you know, possibly excelling or, you know, possibly even winning, winning this thing. Uh, you mentioned, you know, quite a few of them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Scheffler, 
Rom. I also got uh, Patrick Cantlay hey, up I, here. I got him up there too. Um, you know, Rom. Rom actually won this thing back in 2020. Uh, Cantlay won it in 2019. He um, finished third last year too. Yeah, yeah. So he's and he's he's played well. I think he even the you know last year he was third, and the year before that he lost in a playoff. Right. You know, playoff. Yep. So he's. He's been, you know, doing well at this course, or you know, this well, this course has treated him well. Um, so I, I look for him to be, be up there towards the towards the top. Uh, Victor Hovland, who's yep. been, you know, uh, kind of a, a young guy, you know, on the tour, but has been really playing playing hot. This course really hasn't been kind to him. Um, his best finish, <laughs> his best finish at you know at at Muirfield, um, in the, in the, the handful of appearances, he's tied for forty seventh. Is mm-hmm. his best, uh, you know, best uh, finish that he's ever had. So. But he's but he's coming in hot, you know. He's playing real well uh, the last you know several majors, last several you know tournaments. He's really really playing well. So we'll see we'll see if he can uh, you know continue that hot streak and you know conquer the conquer the beast here at, at Muirfield and, and you know improve his position here. Um, and then you kind of the last guy I have circled here is uh, you know Xander Shoffley as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, it's he's a guy more. that has finished his best finish been kind of outside the top ten. Mm-hmm. So um, but you know currently ranked fifth in the in the world golf rankings. So you know we'll see see what 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 he can do here um but you know golf is you know a crazy sport yeah. because you know we talk about um you know all the all the greats or you know some of the the, the best players here and you know it, it it's four days of you know playing consistently and you know a lot of the times the guys that we think are going to do going to do well you know they 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 do well but they don't do well enough to, right. to win it yeah. and then you know some guy that yeah you you didn't think or you know weren't expecting just plays four rounds of consistent right. great golf and you know before you know it they're they're the champion on you know hoisting the trophy on on sunday mm-hmm. um so we will we will see um you know i think i think the field i think there's like 120 golfers in the in the field so. Um, so and they'll they'll obviously cut that number kind of in half going into going into saturday mm-hmm. so but i think you know a lot of the a lot of the big names are playing in this one this yeah, this, this, a, this tournament, tournament you know is usually um, you know, pretty popular. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the top guys do play in this tournament and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it almost feels like a, like a major yeah. without it being a major, just cause there is, yeah, a lot of great attendance from the players and, you know, from the, from the people here, here in Ohio. Um, any, anything else, Matthew, you want to add, add to the mix here? I, I just, I, I'd say probably not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's who can play well for four rounds. Right. Right. And, even the guys we named, you never know. Right. They, yeah. Some of them might not even make the cut. Right. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> you know, they're, they're human just like the rest of us. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, they sometimes watching it, it's like, man, they make it look so easy, but they're, oh, you know, yeah. they make mistakes, you know, just like, just like we do, um, you know, but uh, they will, we'll see, you know, who can be the, yeah, the most consistent golfer over the, over the four days um, through the, through the grueling heat that we, that we have the heat wave coming here to, to Ohio. So, yeah. All right. Well, moving over to a uh, little cold, a little cold here. Um, talking the NHL oh, playoffs. Yeah. We are at the finals. We have our two teams playing for the finals. Um, you know, and b- before we kind of, you know, jump into kind of the preview of the, of the finals, I want to kind of take a, take a step back and just kind of look at the, the conference finals, you know, how these teams mm-hmm. got to, got to this, you know, this spot. Um, you know, obviously I think we, we talked about it on the last show, the Panthers, Swept the swept the Hurricanes in in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, continue their hot run through mm-hmm. through the playoffs. Um, you know, they yeah took care of business uh, in in you know in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you know, it was was interesting to see because every game in that series was decided by by one goal. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously the Panthers came out on top in every single mm-hmm. one of them. 
Um, you know, so it, it, it is interesting to see that, you know, sometimes all it is, is, you know, a matter of a, of a, you know, one puck going across the yeah. goal line, um, you know, and we could, yeah, just as easily be talking about the opposite way where the hurricanes were sweeping the right. Panthers, you know, it was that, that minimal of a, of a margin, but you know, this Panthers team, man, they are, they're, they're red hot. Um, mm. you know, we'll talk about them more obviously as we preview, uh, preview the Stanley cup, you know, finals, but, uh, yeah, this, this is a team that nobody, I mean, nobody, probably the only people that gave them a chance to make it here were their, their own fans. Yeah. Um, this, this was a team that, you know, out of the 190 days that the you know NHL season goes on, they were only in contention for a playoff spot about 54 yeah. of those 190 days. So That's less crazy. than less than 30 percent of the time they were even considered a playoff team. <laughs> and you know they sneak their way in, and then all of a sudden here we are. They're they're in the they're in the Stanley Cup. Um, you know, so it's it, it's going to be tough tough to you know mm-hmm. take take them down. You know, just with that momentum that they have on their side. Um, you know, and then on the opposite side with the, with the Western conference, um, Vegas golden Knights took care of business against the Dallas stars, beat them for four to two. Um, you know, things got, got a little interesting, you know, the, yeah. the golden Knights took the first three games, you know, we're up three Oh, um, then, you know, doubt kind of started to set in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stars won the next two games. Um, but then game six, the golden Knights, you know, said we ain't going to game seven no. here we're, we're taking care of business on the road, um, you know, shut out the stars six to nothing in, in game six. Um, you know, for, for me, um, you know, this, again, this golden Knights team is probably one of the most complete teams. Um, you know, one of, one of the better teams throughout the regular season, um, you know, and, and, you know, Dallas just did not play, did not play well in this, in this series outside of the two games that they won. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, pretty much golden Knights, you know, in, in full control, uh, you know, just didn't get stars, didn't get great goalie play. Um, you know, and then also on the power play, we're not, you know, we're not phenomenal also in the, in the power play. So the stars heading home early, the golden Knights, you know, an an expansion team that's only been in the league for a handful of years, you know, making it to their second straight or not second straight, but second, uh, appearance in the Stanley cup. So, um, like I mentioned, we're going to, we're going to, you know, preview that, um, you know, we got the, the golden Knights, you know, taking on that Florida Panthers team. Uh, these two teams faced off against each other twice in the regular in the regular season. They mm. split one to one in the in the regular season. So, you know, not not a ton of familiarity with each other. Just you right. know, low number of appearances. Um, you know, Matthew, what do, what do you think about this series, or who who do you like? Um, I think it's going to be as crazy as it sounds. I think it's going to be a really good series. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are writing off the Panthers just because mm-hmm. Vegas is so complete as mm-hmm. a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the X factor of Florida is the goalie, Bob. Mm, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's tough. Yeah. He's been tough this year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just this this Florida team, I, I think they keep the hot streak alive. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's gonna be four zero, but right. I think it goes six. Okay, seven, okay. Right. seven at most, six. Yep. Florida, but okay, all right. They, I mean, they've got some good guys. Uh, I think uh, one guy who's gonna play a big role is Kachuk. Is that how you say yeah. it? Matthew yep. Kachuk? Yeah. I think he's going to be a stud in this mm, finals. He's been phenomenal throughout the playoffs. Yeah, and then uh, Bob. Is, yeah, I think Bob takes home the. I don't know the Con Smythe. Con Smythe. I was yeah, trying to think of yeah, the name. Yep. Yeah, MVP. Award. Yeah, I think he ends up taking that home. Yeah, yeah. I think Florida comes out on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like your pick there. Um, you know, I I you know like the Panthers to win this one. It, 
it does worry me a little bit because, you know, a team that's playing this hot, you know, like the Panthers, mm-hmm. they did have to take – they do have to take quite of a significant break yeah. from, you know, when game one starts. Um, you know, they've been off almost – will be off almost a week, a little over a week since they've last played. And, you know, sometimes that helps and sometimes that hurts teams. Right. You know, and, you know with, the, with a team like the Panthers who have, you know, been – definitely been David in every single matchup <laughs> against Goliath yeah. and every single, you know, team that they've faced. Um, you know, I just, yeah, I'm a little bit worried. Will there be, be some rust? Will there be, you know, a little bit of momentum, you know, um, on, on the golden Knights side, you know, coming into this, uh, you know, game one, obviously going to be on, uh, you know, take, take place on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll see, see what happens but i i have to agree i think the panthers you know again i just can't can't go against them every time i yeah. every time i pick against them they they prove me wrong <laughs> so i i you know i'm gonna hop on the bandwagon here you know finally gonna you know hopefully they they you know lead me to the promised land here i like the i like the panthers to get it done and mm-hmm. you know and, and i think it will be an interesting series i don't think it quite goes the distance but i think six games yeah. I like the I like the panthers to to get it to get it done, but you know, like we mentioned, this this Golden Knights team, one of the most you know complete teams out there. They get a lot of contributions from a lot of different guys. Yeah, um, they got two really good centers, mm-hmm. Eichel and uh, Carlson. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to right. do anything against those two. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I think I think in this series, it really is going to come down to to goalie play in this mm-hmm. one. Both of goalies, you know, both for for the Golden Knights and you know for Florida. Their goalies have been phenomenal throughout this throughout these playoffs. Um, you know, obviously Sergey Bobrovsky, you know, somewhat of a veteran, yeah. a guy close to home here that used to be a you know used to be a Blue Jacket. Um, you Wish know, we could have kept him, right? Um, and then you know, on the flip side, you know, Aiden Hill, uh, mm-hmm. somewhat of a of a rookie or you know, kind of a, a newbie in the in the league. Um, you know, kind of got thrown to the wolves. Um, you know, Vegas's starting goalie actually got hurt um, yeah. in in their second round series. Uh, you know, hasn't, hasn't, I, I don't even know if he's healthy or, you know, what, what the deal is, but you know, the, the guy that replaced him, Aiden Hill stepped, has stepped in and has been, you know, phenomenal for, yeah. him, for them since, since he stepped in, uh, you know, he's, he's seven and three throughout the playoffs. He's got two shutouts. Um, you know, he's only given up a little bit over two goals a game and saving about 94% of the shots that, that come his way. But, you know, like I said, Bob Roski been, been just as hot, probably the best, guy on the ice for any of the teams throughout this playoffs yep. i mean the guy 11 and 1 uh giving up less than two goals a game mm-hmm. he's got one shutout under his belt and saving about 94 percent of the shots coming his way i mean in that last series against the uh against the hurricanes he saved 132 of a possible 135 shots that's, so that's that, that you know it i don't care who you are i don't care what offense you got if he's doing that, mm-hmm. you're you're going down. The yeah. Panthers, you know, that's too tough. That's too hard of a <laughs> uh, 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 to overcome at that at that point. Um, you know, I, I just yeah. If he continues to play like he has, and, and it seems like he just keeps getting better every round for for the Panthers. Um, you know, I, I think yeah, it's it it could be if if they continue to play like they could be could be possible sweep if they continue to play. Yeah, you know, yeah. he continues to play like he does. But you know, I think the Golden Knights will. We'll figure it out. We'll, you know, crack the code, mm-hmm. get get a couple of games. But, you know, ultimately I think the Panthers come out come out on top and win the, uh, you know, win the Stanley Cup. Yep, I agree with that. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see, uh, you know, who's hoisting that trophy at the, you know, at the end. Uh, you know, I, I hope it's hope it's a good series. Uh, you know, I think this is, again, another 
David versus Goliath, you yeah. know, situation. Um, but, you know, the Florida Panthers have proven that they deserve to be here, you know, as, as well as they played and as many giants as they've knocked off. So mm-hmm. we will see, we'll, uh, you know, see how deep, how deep this run goes um, and, and see who's, you know, obviously both, both teams looking to get their first Stanley cup, yep. you know, championship. So somebody's going home making, you know, making history here. So, all right, well, we're going to take uh, one more quick commercial break. Uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host Fired Up. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check it out. All right, and we're back. Thanks for sticking with us. Going to talk a little bit of uh, NBA news, a little basketball news. Um you know, a couple of couple of announcements before we get into the NBA playoffs, NBA finals talk. Uh, you know, the big man, the star forward, Carmelo Anthony, finally deciding to hang hang it up um, after after 19 years in the in the league. He has officially announced his announced his retirement from the from the league. Um, you know, Anthony didn't play at all. You know, this year wasn't on an NBA mm-hmm. roster uh, this year, um, so you know probably. Just saw the handwriting on the wall a little bit of you know, and that not not on a team this year. It, it might be you know, might be might be my time finally. Yeah. Um, but you know, just shy of you know, just shy of twenty seasons in the league. That's that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of minutes, a lot of you know, time on that on that body and knees and all kinds of muscles and ankles and you know, all <laughs> kinds of stuff. But uh, you know, this guy again, he could probably go on and on and on and on and on for, you know, the accolades and, and what not whatnot that, that Carmelo accomplished, you know, not only in the NBA, but also his, you know, one season in, in college, um, you know, was kind of the somewhat of the, the one and done before yeah. the one and done was like an official, official thing, yeah. um, you know, and, um, you know, Matthew, what, what do you think about this, um, you know, Carmelo retiring from the NBA? <clears throat> I think he's deciding at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's had a heck of a career. He played for seven, six different teams. Yeah. Um, and he spent the majority of his career with two teams. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. last few years. Just kind of bounced around. Just kind of bounced around yeah. as a free agent. Yeah. Um, he, he had a heck of a career, 28,000 points, yeah. averaging over 22 and a half mm-hmm. per game his career. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, like you said, you can go on and on about the accolades. Got, right. them, got them all here. Oh, yeah. But that's just too much to read. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, this is a guy – I mean – I think hands down, probably a first ballot Hall of Fame. Absolutely, um, you know, will be eligible for the Hall of Fame starting in 2026. Um, you know, so just a handful of years away here that you know he will be eligible for mm-hmm. for for the uh, the Hall of Fame. But yeah, no doubt in my mind, this guy you know is in is in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, obviously the only accolade that has ever you know he wasn't able to accomplish or doesn't have on that list. Um, you know, never won an NBA title. Uh, but even more than that, never even made it to an NBA yeah. finals, um, you know, so and, and only actually made it to the conference finals one time yep. in his in his career. Um, you know, so I guess if there's there's one knock on the guy. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, never got the chance to play in an NBA finals to, mm-hmm. you know, capture that that Larry O'Brien trophy. But, uh, you know, outside of that, the guy yeah, has 
accomplish everything there is to accomplish in yep. the game in the game of basketball. Uh, he's won Olympic gold three different times. Yep. Um, you know, actually holds the record for the most uh, games played at at the Olympics on a men's on a men's team. Uh, you know, appeared in thirty one games for for the for the men's Olympic team. So it's you know, crazy quite to a, think about. Right, it's every four years and right, thirty one right. games over four years. That's, right, right. That's it. It's crazy <laughs> to think. Um, you know, yeah, because. Because of just you know how young he was when he came mm-hmm. into the league, and just you know how great of a player he was, you know from the from the jump of his of his career, um, you know like we mentioned, you know spent one season at Syracuse, you know won a national championship with, with Syracuse there, you know was MVP of that Final Four that that year. Yep. Um, you know so just a, a phenomenal player in, in college, phenomenal player. You know once he once he got into the got into the league, um, you know was drafted number three overall to the Denver, to the Denver Nuggets where he spent, you know, about seven and a half, almost eight seasons with Denver before being traded to the, to the New York Knicks. Um, but, you know, that was a draft class that obviously included, you know, number one pick was LeBron James and yep. that, in that class, number four was, you know, Chris Bosh and number five was Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. I mean that, that class, you know, yeah, it, it's hard, argue. hard to believe is, you know, that there was that many, you know, great or phenomenal mm-hmm. star players in, in a draft class like that. Um, and the fact that Carmelo, again, was able to somewhat make himself stand out in a loaded class like that, yeah. um, you know, just, you know, speaks to, you know, just how great of a player he, you know, he was um, or is. And, and you know, um, yeah, we'll see what he what he does you know life after you know after basketball um you know i know he does have a have a son that's in high school that's yep. getting ready to uh you know make the jump you know possibly to to the nba directly or you know go to college or you know whatever he's deciding to do and and you know from what it sounds like he yeah carmelo's ready to focus on you know focus on family you know pay pay some attention to his to his son, um, you know, and, and, you know, help him through that process that he went through, you know, um, you know, 20, 20 seasons ago, you know, 20 years ago, yeah. um, you know, obviously a lot, a lot has changed since then, but, uh, you know, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what, uh, you know, what Carmelo decides to do, you know, after, you know, after basketball, mm-hmm. um, Matthew, anything, anything to add about Carmelo retiring from the NBA? Uh, it's just, he had a good career mm-hmm. he, he chose at the right time and, like you said, definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, can't really knock the guy, except yeah. he doesn't have the championship. Right, right. Yep, that's a lot of Hall of Famers don't have championships. Oh yeah, there's there's plenty of them in the Hall of Fame. You know, Carl Malone, John Stockton. You know, in there mm-hmm. that, that don't. But uh, you know, Charles Barkley, another one doesn't have one. But uh, yeah, he he accomplished quite a bit. You know, without without having winning a championship, right. that's for sure. So, all right. Well, sticking with uh, sticking with the NBA. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks found their new head coach, um, former Toronto Raptors assistant head assistant coach uh, Adrian Griffin, going to be the next head coach in Milwaukee. You know, uh, this this comes after you know the Milwaukee Bucks decided to move on from Mike Budenholzer. Mm-hmm. You know, after their kind of embarrassing first round, you know, exit to you know a Heat team that you know is in the NBA Finals. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't as you know maybe it wasn't worth getting rid of your coach over a team that made it all the way in the finals, right. um, but. You know, here we are. You know, Adrian Griffin. You know, going to be the next, the next guy. Um, at, at you know, at the helm for for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, Matthew, what do you, what do you think about this hire? I think it's a good hire. He uh, he was with Toronto when they won a championship in the eighteen nineteen season. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he's been to a couple organizations. I think Chicago was one yep. before he went to Toronto. And, mm-hmm. This guy knows what he's doing on the basketball floor. Mm-hmm. He he knows a lot about basketball. He's got a son playing for Atlanta right now. Yep. 
Um, so I, I think Milwaukee definitely hired the right coach yeah. for what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. This is um, obviously from you know from what I was reading and you know whatever this guy that's heavily defensive minded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a guy that yeah likes to focus on defense. Um, you know, and, and has learned under some of the better defensive coaches in the in the league. Uh, Scott Skiles, uh, Tom Thibodeau, yep. uh, Billy Donovan, and then you know Nick Nurse obviously spending some time in in Toronto there as well. Um, you know, but from what I hear, he's all, you know, he's, he's good at also player, you know, player development. He's, yeah. you know, developed the, the likes of Jimmy Butler, who, you know, is playing in the <laughs> NBA finals and, you know, as a phenomenal player, um, you know, finally getting his, his moment to shine. Um, but then, you know, Pascal Siakam, you know, mm-hmm. a, a guy that wasn't, you know, wasn't really drafted up towards the, towards the top of the, you know, the NBA draft when he came into the league, but, you know, has slowly grown into a, you know, somewhat of an all-star there in Toronto and, you know, been, been kind of a staple there for, for the Raptors. Um, but you know, not only is this guy, you know, Adrian Griffin been, you know, around the league as a coach, but you know, spent nine seasons in the NBA as a player as well. Um, you know, he, he actually made his own run to the NBA finals back in 2006 with the Dallas Mavericks where they got beat by the heat in the NBA finals. <laughs> um, but you know, so he's been a part of, you know, some playoff teams, both as a coach and a, and a, and a player. So I think that that really helps, um, obviously the, the cornerstone or the, the staple for the Bucks is, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. That's that's their guy. Um, you know, from what I understand, all the other you know candidates or finalists for the position, actually, as a part of kind of the process, they sat down kind of one on one with yeah. Giannis uh, and and you know talked it out. And Giannis was a big part of you know selecting kind of who who he wanted or you know putting his input on who he wanted to be you know his next head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you know. Giannis had some good things to say or, you know, great things to say about, you know, about this guy. Um, you know, I think that's what you that's what you want when you, yeah, you know, definitely have your franchise player. Um, but uh, like I mentioned, the other, the other kind of the other finalists for the job um, were Golden State Warriors kind of um, had their head associate coach um, was Kenny Atkinson. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, former Toronto Raptors head coach Nick Nurse was also yeah. the other finalist, which is, you know, kind of interesting that, yeah, the Raptors. <laughs> head, you know, assistant coach and then their former head, you know, both of them are kind of competing each other, you know, for, for, the, for this new job or yeah. you know, new position, um, you know, hopefully no love lost there, but uh, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's very interesting, but yeah, like I said, um, Giannis was a, you know, big part of this, you know, big part of this process. So he's, you know, giving his thumbs up to, to Adrian Griffin. We'll see what, uh, what he can do. Obviously going to be his, you know, he's been an assistant coach, multiple spots. Yep. This is going to be his first time being, you know, the head guy. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see, you know, what, what he can do. Um, Matthew, anything you want to add? This nice, a good hire. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, you know, obviously the Bucks have to, you know, this, this is a team that's coming off, you know, just winning the NBA championship only a couple yeah. of seasons ago. Um, you know, so they're, they're right there and, you know, was the best team in the NBA this year, but you know, just crazy fate, fate wouldn't have it <laughs> that they would move on, you yeah. know, from the first round. Um, you know, so they, they obviously want to, want to, you know, get that sour taste out of their mouth, mm-hmm. um, you know, get back to the playoffs and, you know, make a, make a deep run and, you know, see what they can do with a, a new guy at the, at the helm. Yep. So, all right, well then moving over to kind of our last topic for the evening, um, similar to the, the NBA, NHL finals, we are at the NBA finals, yep. we're down to our final two teams in the NBA finals, see who's, uh, hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end. Um, you know, real quick before we before we jump into the jump into the finals, uh, we'll kind of preview the the Western and Eastern Conference finals. Obviously, the big story in the East, uh, the Heat 
again, continue their miraculous run here in the in the playoffs. Uh, you know, beat the Celtics in seven games. You know, maybe a little bit. You know, sweated it out a little bit more yeah. than what they wanted to. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously took the first three games in pretty convincing fashion. Yeah. Uh, then the next, you know, the next three, it was like, man, uh, it, the, the 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 sweat meter just kept going up, 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 mm-hmm. up, up uh, until they all, you know, they got to game seven. Had to go back to Boston and win it, but you know, won it in pretty convincing, yeah. convincing fashion. Uh, Matthew, anything you want to add on on that? You know, series that game seven. You know, game. You know, series between the Celtics and the Heat. I think the Heat just they they got a little more depth than yeah. what I think the Celtics had, and mm-hmm. that was part of the reason why they were able to get get it done. Yeah, yeah, that's been a big uh, you know big key for this Heat team, this Heat run that they've had is you know they're getting contributions from you know obviously Jimmy Butler's doing what he does, right. but they're getting contributions from some guys that people never even heard of. Um, <laughs> you know that that they you know they got a lot of undrafted you know undrafted yeah. guys on their team um, that yeah again nobody heard of, nobody you know knows probably even where they played college ball. Um, right. But they are contributing. You know, it seems like every every game there's somebody new contributing. Yeah. Jimmy Butler obviously doing what he does, but then there's always a second, a, a new second guy that's mm-hmm. stepping up in a, in a big way uh, to make contributions. And you know, game game seven, Caleb Martin was that guy for yeah. for, for the Heat. Um, the guy, you know, in the series against the Celtics, averaged just below 20 points a game but shot 60% from the floor. Um, and that includes shooting almost 50% from three point land. Um, that's crazy. And it, 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 yeah, this is a guy that, yeah, was a drafted guy, went to the Hornets with his twin brother. Mm-hmm. After a couple seasons, the Hornets, you know, kind of threw him away, made his way to Miami and has been, you know, phenomenal for him this, you know, this season. Um, and, and especially in these, in these playoffs, you know, kind of, kind of unfortunate for the Celtics, you know, they were you know hoping to make their way back to the finals and, get over the hump and finally, you know, finally win, you know, get a, get a win. Uh, but, you know, just fell short. I think they put themselves again too deep of a hole, mm-hmm. um, you know, heck, heck of a run for them to battle back and even force a game seven, you know, not something that many teams have even been able to do to even force a game seven. Yeah. Uh, but I think just ultimately, you know, ran out of, ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Celtics team that, yeah, I think was probably tested a little bit more than what they thought throughout these oh, playoffs. Um, you know, went to six games against the Hawks in the first round, uh, went seven games against Philly in the mm-hmm. next round, and then, you know, went seven games again, you know, against the Heat. I think, yeah, they were – I think once they saw the Bucks got knocked out in the first round, oh, they, they thought – they, they were like – they thought they had a pretty, you know, good coast to, yeah. to, the, to the finals. But, yeah, I think they may have, uh, you know, taken that for granted a little bit and um, because it just seemed like in every series – they were always, you know, had their backs up against the wall. Yep. Um, and finally this, this heat team, you know, made them, made them pay for it. Um, you know, and, and yeah, tough to overcome when you get yourself that deep into deep into a hole. Yep. Um, and then, you know, on the other side, uh, you know, the nuggets have been sitting at home, just enjoying watching this basketball. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they swept the Lakers in the, in, in the Western conference finals. Um, you know, so they've, they've had plenty of rest, plenty of time to think about, you know, what, mm-hmm. what's, what's happening. Um, you know, obviously going to be playing game one, you know, in, in the finals at in, in Denver. Um, but yeah, not, not much to say against, you know, the Lakers and they, they took care of business in that yeah. one. Um, you know, Lakers didn't put up, didn't put up much of a fight. Uh, the Nuggets look like a, you know, the most complete team, um, mm-hmm. in, in the finals. I think it's, yeah, very similar to the NHL finals. We got a team that I think is the clear cut 
favorite to win yeah. it. And then a team that nobody expected them to even be here. Mm. Um, and, and so it's, it's going to be, yeah, some interesting, uh, very David versus Goliath yeah. type, type matchups. Um, so then we'll move it over then to, to the finals. Um, the number one seeded Denver Nuggets taking on the eight seeded Miami Heat in the NBA finals. Game one tomorrow night, mm-hmm. getting, getting things kicked off. Um, in the regular season, the Nuggets took this series two two games to nothing in the in the regular season. Uh, Matthew, what do you, what do you think about this matchup? Who who do you like? What what are some keys? What what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, looking at those two games in the season, decided uh, by five points or less. So okay. I mean, it's yeah. been it's been close both mm-hmm. games. So yeah, by no means should Denver be you know like hey we got this A we're clear good. yeah clear but, cut favorite. But, I mean, they are the Goliath here and going against Miami. But I think the thing that can separate Miami is Spolstra. Mm. That man is he's smart. He Mm -hmm. knows how to make changes in series. Get the most out of his players. Yeah. And then, uh, like, they have, what, seven undrafted free agents playing? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And all of them have made significant contribution. You know, not just just undrafted and just taking up a bench spot. They're they're getting in, getting quality minutes. Yeah. Making significant contribution, and then if if what we've been hearing is true, and Hero comes back, that's a third guy that can <laughs> right. light it up for right. thirty. Right. And as good as Denver is, I don't know if Denver has enough mm. to withstand a Miami run. run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anybody can guard Jimmy Butler. Mm. He's just a, he's a man. Yeah. As good as Jokic is, the best player in the NBA. Right. But I I don't think anybody can guard Butler on mm. the, that team. Yeah, he has been uh, a matchup nightmare yeah. for, for you know whoever he's gone against, uh, and it just yeah that fire is there, that will to win yeah. is, is there. Um, you know, obviously going to be some history for both of these teams. Mm-hmm. You know, Denver has never even made it to an NBA right. finals, um, and Jimmy Butler has never won an NBA finals. Right. Obviously, this Heat team has been to the finals, you know, <laughs> numerous times, <laughs> but you know Jimmy Butler making it for the first time, you know, as a as a player here. Uh, but you know something that that sticks out to me, and you know uh, just a crazy stat that I that I saw, uh, you know current you know GM for for the Heat, uh, you know Pat Riley. Oh yeah, been to the finals nineteen times as a player, a coach, and a GM. Um, so you know he made his first appearance in the NBA Finals back in nineteen seventy two. Mm-hmm. If you look at you know from there until now. The guy has been in the finals about every two and a half years. That's, it just, that's it's crazy, just crazy, to think about. crazy to think that yeah, the guy has literally played in. I mean, he's been a part, been a part of so many NBA finals yeah. in a different role. Obviously, every you know a, a lot of the different times, but yeah, just crazy to see you know the level of success that he's had it as a player, as a coach, as a mm-hmm. GM. You know, um, and just yeah, one of the all time greats, um, you know, basketball wise, uh, but. He's hoping to add, you know, another championship to his, you know, to his, you know, resume. Um, and he's got, you know, got a great team to, yeah. to do it. Um, you know, for me, I think Aaron Gordon probably gets the assignment against Jimmy yeah. Butler. Um, you know, he's been, 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 you know, Aaron Gordon's played pretty well, you know, from a defensive standpoint, um, you know, going up against some of the better, you know, better players so far through, through the, uh, through the series, uh, I think he, he matched up with Carl uh, Anthony Towns in their first round yep. matchup against the Timberwolves. Um, you know, got, got the assignment against, uh, I think it was either Kevin Durant or Devin Booker in the, mm-hmm. in the second round. And then uh, third round, he, you know, took on LeBron James, which is, you know, somewhat of a gauntlet of, you know, <laughs> you know, good, good, you know, good, talented guys oh, in yeah. the NBA. 
Um, and, you know, going to continue that streak and, you know, go up against, you know, Jimmy Butler, who, you know, like we mentioned, has been, you know, nothing but phenomenal so far through the playoffs. Um, I think I think Miami's got better shooting mm-hmm. all around than mm-hmm. what Denver. I would say the Lakers had. Okay, yeah, the, yep. Even the Sun, as right. good as a shooting team as the Suns is, right. still think Miami's got more shooters mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, then more than the Timberwolves as well. Right, right. So, yeah, this, this Heat team, I think, again, is – is somewhat of a team. They play team basketball. Oh, yeah. Yes, Jimmy Butler is their, you know, the head of their, you right. know, organization or whatever. But like we mentioned, they get contributions from guys that you know most teams probably wouldn't get contributions <laughs> from, or you know, probably would even have on their teams. Yeah. Um. You know, and and so I think they just play, yeah, a real great, you know, team basketball. Um. You know, share the wealth, spread the wealth, allow a lot of guys to get yep. get involved. Um, I think know. that's what's going to make this series a really good basketball series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Both teams, as much as Jokic and Murray are used, mm-hmm. both teams play really good team basketball. Right, a lot of depth on yeah. both teams. So it's it's definitely it's going to be a great basketball series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, and it, it I, I mentioned this, you know, I think it was either last week or you know before on the on the show. It, it's interesting to see that these two teams that. Okay, Jokic, Butler are, you know, somewhat of, of, of superstars. Mm-hmm. But, you know, outside of that, you know, not a ton of, you know, guys that you've heard of on right. both of these teams. And they're the ones playing for an NBA championship yeah. here where, you know, in, in today's NBA or at least in the last, you know, decade, it's been what team can assemble the best three-headed monster yeah. to try to make it to the finals. And, and, and you know, the last several years that has not paid dividends or, you know, has not right. been – you know, uh, you know, much success for teams that have tried to, you know, tried to do that, um, you know, which is it's it's good to see or maybe interesting to see, um, you know, that yeah, the, the teams that have legitimate teams mm-hmm. are the ones that are doing well, you know, uh, in, in the playoffs, you know, that, that, that surround themselves with, you know, not just the superstars or the guys that are getting the big money, but building a, a, a team and, and making it a team, you know, a team sport in yeah. that in that sense, um, you know, so we'll. We'll see who uh, you know who comes out on uh, who comes out on top. Um, and I think key for the Heat is can that second unit or you know some of those second mm-hmm. guys continue to you know contribute in big ways like they have throughout the throughout the playoffs. And then you know for the for the Nuggets, you know Jamal Murray has been a nice second piece yeah. to Jokic throughout these playoffs. He's played you know phenomenal. Uh, I mean, averaging about twenty eight points a game mm-hmm. throughout the playoffs, um, shooting almost fifty percent from the field. Uh, shooting forty percent from three point line and then shooting ninety two percent from the free throw line. Um, so this this guy's been you know been phenomenal in the in the playoffs. Can he continue to you know continue to play like that and you know mm-hmm. really contribute? Because we know we know Jokic is going to do you know do what he does. Yeah. You know, probably average a triple double like he always does and contribute in the ways that he's able to. Um, but who's going to be that that second guy for yeah. for Jokic on you know any given you know any given night? I think it has to be Jamal Murray. I think he has to continue to play well mm-hmm. uh, for this Nuggets team to you know continue to play well like they had throughout the playoffs. But um, you know this is a team obviously that's been sitting at home for a while. You know still yeah. um, you know the Heat you know but the Heat went seven games right. so they may you know have a little bit of tired legs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know we'll see if yeah if Denver has a little bit of playoff rust having that long you know long kind of layoff here, but again, game one tomorrow night mm-hmm. in Denver, uh, you know Denver one of the best teams in the NBA at home yeah. on their own home court. I think they are undefeated so far in the playoffs. Um, so it's uh, yeah the Heat got got it you know 
a, a tough mountain to climb, mm-hmm. if you will. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Ultimately, you know, who who do you like, Matthew? Who do you, who are you taking to win the finals? <clears throat> this is a hard one, but I I said early in the before the playoffs that Miami was going to make the finals, and I think I'm going to stick with Miami to win it. All right. And I think you can vouch for me. Yep. That I said Miami. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll stick it. Got to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. I got to stick with it now. Right. I'm got, going Miami. They've gotten and, you this far, yeah. so might as well keep keep it rolling. Um, the other team didn't make it, but that's okay. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> all right. Hey, one out of two is not bad. It's no. better than most people. So, um, but no, I, I I have to agree with you. You know, much like the NHL finals, um, you know, I just think this Heat team is playing too well to let this you know kind of slip away I, I think that that fire that passion that jimmy butler's got it, it's going to be tough to deny him an nba yeah. championship um, they got yeah. hot yes. at the right time yep absolutely um i think i think the heat win this one but again i think it goes goes deep i think yeah. the heat i think the heat win it in seven games yep. um you know and, and um you know it's going to be yeah interesting playoffs for the nhl and interesting playoffs mm-hmm. hopefully for for the nba um, you know, go some some deep series against you know two teams, you know that one one you know again David versus Goliath. You know one team that's been been consistent, been great all year, and a team that's just playing great now. Here here come the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you know I think it'll be yeah it's gonna be gonna be exciting, gonna be a fun time. Um, so we shall see who's you know hoisting you know mm-hmm. hoisting the uh, you know Larry O'Brien Trophy yep. at, you know at the end of it. Uh, like I mentioned, game one. Game one starting tomorrow night, so we get get things kicked off here and see see how it goes. Um, but uh, it's gonna be gonna be a fun fun exciting series. So, mm-hmm. all right, well that's it for for our show tonight. Uh, we thank you for listening to Fired Up. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our episode this week. And uh, you know, if you want to hear other topics for future episodes, or you know, you just got a burning sports question you want to hear us talk about on the show, uh, feel free to reach out to us on our different social medias. We do have an Instagram um, if you look for at fired up underscore podcast, or you can find us over on Facebook if you search for fired up comma sports podcast. Um, and as always, you can head over to our website at www.firedup1.podbean.com where you can find all of our past episodes and, you know, just a little bit of information about, about the show. Um, you can also find this episode and all of our past episodes, pretty much any podcast platform you can think of Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora. So all the big ones, all the, you know, whatever, anywhere you listen to a podcast, you can find our, find our show. So we appreciate y'all listening and as always stay fired up.